0: Today's topic, Melody Balcom and Vanderbilt. Marcus Burnett here with Brandon Clay. Brandon, you know women's basketball like the back of your hand, but can you name this track?
1: No, I can't, man. I can't even help you. No, i just playing, man. Miranda Lambert, Kerosene, and a nice of mine. Nashville star. She didn't even win. Like, I don't know the person who it was that won, but she didn't win. She finished third. How does that happen?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but i tell you what. I think Vanderbilt University and their women's basketball program is winning.
1: Oh yes, they are. Melanie Balcom and her group have done a great job, and our director of scouting, Kyle Moore, I thought, did an excellent job of breaking down what they've done and where they're going, and, and just some of the pieces they put in play. You look at two top ten caliber classes in two thousand twelve and thirteen. Their thirteen class on campus now finished number seven. Um, you know, Rebecca Dahlman out of Minnesota. We'll get to Paris Key in a minute, and, and just the things that those types of kids. Bring and now in 14 right now sitting at number eight, and they're in a really good spot.
0: Most definitely. You, you talked about Paris Key, um, whom you just mentioned. Let's not only talk about her game, but how that relates to the current list of ingredients that they've already got there in town in Nashville.
1: Sure. I think you talk about you know Paris's game. She's out of Greensboro, North Carolina, and had just a stellar summer uh, You know, outside of maybe at the Key of Cohen. You know, arguably the highest stock riser in in the summer in terms of number of spots that that she jumped up, elevating all the way in to the top 25 inside of our elite 150 in our last release. You take her, you take what they already have with Rebecca Dahlman, who will be a sophomore, Morgan Beatty, Jasmine Jenkins will be juniors. Now you start to get the depth that the one and the two and even a couple other kids that we'll get to in a second, even the three spot and some swing forward stuff. I mean, they just have a lot of waves. They're going to be able to run people at you, run bodies at you, and just make life really difficult for, for everybody that they run up against. They're just going to have a, a, a lot of weapons at their disposal. And, and Key and Dalman are going to have a chance, I think, to do something special as a backcourt, maybe be one of the best backcourts in the country before it's all said and done. Each one of them brings what the other one doesn't have. Uh, so it, it's really interesting to look at that and, and see that. And their backcourt right now with shabby with Jasmine Lister and Christina Fogey. and I think that this backcourt long-term projection might be better than that one has been for them, and they've had a lot of success with those two kids in Nashville already.
0: You know, two other kids that were able to play you know, a key role last year, Morgan Beatty and Jasmine Jenkins, who saw you know, a nice amount of minutes as freshmen uh, you know, this past year.
1: Well, you see those two kids, and and now you talk about different combinations and different matchups, and and I thought Jenkins really came into her own late in the season, getting quality minutes and giving Lister some time and probably will get a little more time this year because of that. Uh, Same thing with Beatty, and now you're going to add Krista Reed and Rachel Bell, you know, who could play that 2-3 swing guard spot to that mix and that's six kids right there, uh, not to mention Kylie Smith, who could play that swing forward, that four, three, three, four spot for you. You just have a lot of different weapons. Reed and Bell, both Elite one fifty prospects, both of them are inside of the top seventy five in those rankings. So they really have gone and addressed the need of depth. You know, I don't know that they felt like there was any one glaring need in this class outside of, say, point guard. Then from there, it was just best available at each position. Let's get kids that fit the way that we like to play and the things that we like to do and will provide us with the depth that we need. And they've gone out and they've done that with Reed from Mississippi and Rachel Bell from Tennessee, two kids who are familiar to us, EBA campers.
0: Yeah, and if you go to uh, Wikipedia and look up Mid-Range Jumper, uh, we should have a Prospects Nation video clip of both Krista Reed and Rachel Bell. Uh, there on that. It's probably not there now, but I, I think that might be my ne- uh, my to-do list. Hey,
1: you here. and Watkins, and I'm sure they got something to you knocking down those mid-rangers last week on the court, man. I'm sure they got you <laughs> out there, man.
0: Shout out to Watkins, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, last but not least, let's also talk about Audrey Ann, uh, Kaylee Ann, Karen Goudreau, and uh, Marques Webb as well.
1: Well, when you look at, at their games, you know, the Goudreau sisters both are originally from north of the border, but have played stateside For the second year now at IMG, therefore, they're eligible for our Elite 150, and they're in there at 51 and 138, respectively. You start to see the versatility. Those kids are big, Um, you know, just big in the sense of when they get off of an airplane, they are just impressive. You look, and you're like, whoa. Whoa. A kid's got some, some size and in a good way, and they're skilled, and they just play very differently than anybody else that we've mentioned so far inside of this podcast. Their games are just very different. So you could play them at the four, you could play them at the three. Heck, you can call them a five. It really doesn't matter because their skill set is diverse, and it's going to allow them to do some different things regardless of what the number assignment that you give them is. And those are two kids that will be able to do that. Same thing with Webb. You know, you could call Webb. You know, an undersized five player. You could call her a four. Whatever it is you want to call her, you know, in 2013, we just called her good. You know, that was a kid that was in the top 25 in her class inside of the Elite 100, and and for good reason. She was out at USA Basketball this year. She is impactful and and really will man the middle. Ray Tia Long will still be around, kind of gives them a feel of a kid like a web, a grinder inside, maybe not the skill set offensively that Marquez possesses, but another body to give them that depth in the interior and now if you're Melanie Balcom, when you start to talk about what you can do in 15, 16, you look at all the numbers they have, I don't know that, you know, you're pressed to take a kid in 15 if you can't get a difference maker. You look at 16, which is very good inside of that state, but then also just in the region surrounding and a lot of quality prospects there. I know that the Vanderbilt staff has been out Seeing different kids have had some kids hit me up saying that Vanderbilt's been in the gym to see them at open gym and things like that. So they're getting a jump on those couple of classes and rightfully so uh, they're really putting it together. But when you have this type of depth guaranteed and locked in, you can take some shots downfield to use that football term there. Tennessee Titans. I know you like that one, man.
0: Yeah, I do, man, and I think that those Tennessee Titans fans would like to pick me up they'll get in the form of Vanderbilt's (laughs) women's basketball Hey, fortunately for me, I'm
1: a Falcons fan, so I'm good, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. That'll do it for this Prospect Nation podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you back here next time.